Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. We are the lads from the Chilton. We'll support you till the end of the day. Sponsored by Borough Sports, uh, the principal sponsor of Birmingham City Football Club, the Garrison Copper Company, Blues Trust. Welcome to our new friends and SAS Autos, supporting PTSD and lots of other local charities along the way. We have got a win to talk about tonight. We've actually got a win to talk about tonight. Can you believe it? Um, isn't it funny how it lifts your spirits, just those three little points? Today we're joined by the one and only Mark Adams. Hello, everybody. A.K.A. Okay. Mr. There he is, all robed up and ready to go. And, of course, the one and only Mr. Paul Hipkiss, memory, memory bank himself. <laughs> Evening all. Are you all right, Paul? <laughs> I'm good, mate, you? Ex- excellent. Always and, of course... Well, Always happy with me. Yeah, too right, mate. The, the one and only Mrs. Brown. Good evening. <laughs> and the star of the show tonight, ladies and gentlemen, Jez McDonough from FanCam. Hello, everyone. Hey. <laughs> 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 Who are you? And, of course, we are joined, ladies and gentlemen, all the way from Belgium tonight. Belgium. Um, overseas. Overseas. He's, he's joined us from overseas. I can't believe it. The one and only, Radi Giardi. Hey. <laughs> Hi. Good evening, everyone. Hey, good to Thank see you, mate. You all right? Yeah. Look I'm at right. you. Look, you're looking as fit as a fiddle, man. Oh, no chance. <laughs> you know, I, I was speaking earlier. I have the African knees, so I'm, com- I'm counting my steps now. <laughs> Is that How old are you now, Radi? I'm uh, 45. 45. Look at him all <laughs> nicely spruced up with that lovely hair and everything. Blimey. It's on the opera <laughs> retreat tonight. I bet the ladies are swooning. Swooning there already. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, uh, sorry, sorry, ladies and gents, boys and girls, I'm in a good mood tonight. We won a game. We won a game. Hallelujah. <laughs> Mark, what do you reckon? I was chuffed to bits with that, to be honest. I didn't expect it. I thought a point would have been um, about, you know, before the game, I would have took a point, but no, we pulled out back. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Jeff? Yeah, well, yeah, I was over the moon for it. I was just expected to at least get a point or something or something out the game. Nice feeling, isn't it? Yeah, it, it, I was chuffed a bit, so I've deserved a drink after that win on Saturday. <laughs> no, you, des- you deserve a drink after all the other results, mate. <laughs> <laughs> what about yourself, Paul? Quick analysis on the game, then. Yeah, thought we uh, thought we were well worth the three points. I thought Harper in midfield with Gardner was excellent. That really worked well. Um, and I did feel that one of the officials' poor decisions in the EFL went our way for a change, because I didn't think that was a red card on their player, if I'm being yeah. brutally honest. No, but, it wasn't. No, we'll take it. We'll take it. And, you know, even when we had 11 men and they had 11 men, we were still the better team. So, overall, for me, um, well worth the three points. And it felt great when, when Hogan puts Bellas Cross in. But that's what you've got to do with Hogan. You've got to get the ball in. You got to, He loves that diagonal ball into the box, you know. And, two up and the top, got to, though, Paul. Two up the top. To, two up the top. It made a difference. 
Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, Hope, yeah. Hogan was on his own, to be fair, but yeah. you know, the, the 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 diagonal ball going in to him from wide. Um, I mean, it happened at Bournemouth as well for the one goal when when Sanchez put it in with the diagonal ball and and Hogan headed it in, and he just you just got to give him the service, give him the service, and he'll put the ball in the net. Right. Yeah. 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 You know, but but, uh, but, yeah. uh, but how, how nice is it to celebrate a win though for a change? My goodness me. Now tomorrow is going to be a tough game. Tomorrow night is going to be a tough Norwich. They are flying at the minute. My goodness me. Um, can we pull some off there? Do you reckon? I think play so. Like we did. Yeah. Play like we did. Play like we did Saturday. Then why not? We, we just got yeah. to get rid of this home. Uh, we just got to get rid of this home hoodoo, haven't we? I think the one thing that's made a big difference as well, and Harley Dean mentioned it in his uh, interview after the game was the sign that was put up outside the training ground by one of our fans, which I want to say, yeah. well done for, because that's made yeah. a big difference, you know? Because yeah. Yeah. they've got no, you know, it can't be easy for any players playing for anybody. I mean, Raddy, what's it like in, in Belgium at the moment with no fans? You know, it can't be easy for the players going out there when they're used to mm. playing in front of thousands. Yeah, it's not easy in general for all the players who's, who's been out there. And uh, it's difficult. It's difficult. We, we, uh, we obviously, as a, as a former player, of course, but the players in general, they need that little push, push from, from the fans. And it's very difficult to find that energy um, and find that desire. Obviously, um, it's a difficult time. And, you know, we just, just need to hang there and uh, just go back to the, to the, to the result that the, that the night was positive for, for Birmingham. You know, when, when um, people start, obviously, to, um, to lose in that confidence... So with, with that win, that would bring you know the confidence back and little release for for the players you know to to go up again and compete. And, and Norwich would be the best you know opportunity to to bounce back and and get get out from from that uh, dangerous zone. It's really true though, because because like as fans, we feel better this week than we did last week, and the week before, and the week before, and the week before, and the week before. You know, last we've got some positivity and and. It's, it was like it was literally like a weight being lifted off your shoulders on Saturday when that final whistle went. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we've scored, we've we've won a game. Come on. Yeah, Come on. it was it was a six Relief. point, wasn't it? It was a six pointer, and we won it. You know, so we, mm. I just hope now we can we kick on and start to get some sort of consistency. And for me, Harper in midfield made a huge difference. I thought he was excellent. Yeah, he was impressive, yeah. wasn't he? I thought he was good. Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Well, the thing is, though, as well, Paul. Going back to that. Talk about consistency. I think people forget, however poor we were last season, we did actually go on a 10-game on beat and run round about now. So there's yeah. no reason why we can't do it again. Mm-hmm. I mean, no. you know, don't get me it's going to be very tough tomorrow, but all of a sudden, you know, three points Saturday and mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm quietly confident tomorrow. Sheffield, don't know why. Sheffield were poor though, weren't they? Come on, you've got to admit it. They were. Been on, I think what though, they only played as well as we let them because they've been on a yeah. good run lately. Yeah. Yeah. Is it too early to get the disco bus out? I'm much too early. <laughs> yeah, a bit too early for that, Nick. Put the batteries on charge, Paul. Depends what he's been using. Roddy, you came to us um, really during a very successful period. Uh, what was it like at that time? Uh, full stadium, yeah. 30,000 Birmingham nutters. It must have been absolutely awesome on that field. Yeah, amazing, amazing. I had uh, I had a really good three seasons in, in in Birmingham, and they enjoyed every single minute. Um, I, if if you remember, I came from the first year. I came from the Premier League, obviously from Bolton Wanderers. Mm. Um, obviously, I knew that um, 
I won't play every every week with with Sam Allardyce, uh because he wanted a different approach. So I decided to go to Birmingham, Birmingham, and obviously help the club, you know, to go back in the Premier League, and we achieved the objective that year. But but what a hell of a, a journey we had that that season, and uh, what a great team was or and squad we had uh, mixed. Um, with a, with a lot of energy, a lot of, you know, young players who are ambitious, but also we have some experience as well and, and uh, we achieved the promotion. But uh, the atmosphere in St. Andrews is something that I never forget. The fans always demanding, the fans always supporting the team and, and behind our back. And that's why I'm, I'm trying to explain, you know, the, these, these rules or lockdowns and uh, the COVID-19 rules playing is not going to help the players, and I think um, you know it's very important to have the uh, the fans and in, in the stadium. And as I said, San Mary, San Sandro's, sorry, is a, is a stadium where when you on the pitch, you, you feel the, the 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 vibes around you, mm-hmm. and, uh, and I still feel it when, especially I score goals. Um, that vibes is goes up to the roof. And what's it what's it like after you scored the goal and that keep right on? Resounds round that ground. It's just when when you can hear. I've got goosebumps all over me. Look at that. You can, when you can hear it echoing, and you can hear it echoing all around that stadium. It's, it's, it's a most it's a beautiful, crazy feeling. Beautiful, beautiful it's a crazy moment. Feeling. Yeah, I, I can. I don't know how I can explain that feeling because you know that's what I was playing for when I was yeah, absolutely. playing football. It's it's that adrenaline you're feeling. You know, especially after the game, I spent like hours. You know, I can't sleep. I can't calm down because you know of that um, feelings. Um, it's amazing. It's the best feeling, you know, you can have, especially the... We're like that as fans, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. That, Same for us, mate. Honestly, it really is. That's, 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 that's exactly what I like about, uh, what I like about football. What people like about football is, is that feeling when you come to the stadium and you feel happy when you have it and you will be very upset going back if you don't have it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so it's, it's, it's that need of that, you know, excitement of that adrenaline um, to to go back, you know, at home, you know, and uh, and continue your uh, your uh, um, your no, normal life. Uh, but uh, the stadium, the the football, being on the pitch, being in a, in the stands, supporting the players, it's it's a crazy feeling. And that's the uh, that's the secret of of, of football and and Beautiful. being football fans as well. Lovely mm. words. Wow. Whoa. Goosebumps. <laughs> you know what? We've got a roadmap to be getting back into stadiums now. Uh, I can't see much happening this season, to be perfect honest with you. No. But it seems to be light at the end of that tunnel. Um, and we've all got to play our part in getting to the end of that tunnel. Each and every single one of us has got to be sensible now for the next few months. Yeah. Let's get to the summer. Let's yeah. get rid of this horrible, horrible, horrible illness. And let's get back to normal and, uh, you know, get our Saturdays back to what they were. Yeah. Uh, well, it's, it's, it's a year ago, Mark. It's a year ago. And it's, no, it it seems longer. It seems longer. It does. Crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Mm. I just, like say, like everybody else and everybody watching and listening, I, I just cannot wait. Like you said the other week, Nick, that first key right on when we get back. Unreal. Do you know what yeah. I'm going to do, Mark? I, 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 am, I am absolutely mean. It's Jez, I mean this. Paul, I mean this. Chris, I mean this. Rally, I mean this. Right. When I hear that song sung again, I will weep. I will sob my eyes out, and I don't care. I think I, I think I'll sob if we have one up front again. To be honest, <laughs> you'll do what? <laughs> I think I'll probably cry if it's one up front again. 
Well, Nick will only be crying. Now, now. Now, now. No, but can oh, you... No. No. I know what you mean, Nick. Yeah, it's going to be um, it's going to be emotional for everyone. Mm. Oh, mate, you know? yeah. Not just us. Look, I'm talking of every single football fan. Sorry, I'm taking my boots off. Every single football fan up and down the country in their own stadiums. And you know what? When we get back to normal, what a glorious say that will be. <clears throat> yeah, definitely. Mm. But yeah. we've all got to play our part. We've all got to do our bit between now mm. and then. Mm. Uh, I think I think people they need to take their responsibility, you know, and be more demanding. Uh, I don't I don't think you know we we're able to uh, to go to the third lockdown and longer lockdown because psychologically it's is is killing you know it's killing most of us. We want to go back to normal life, of course. Um, mm-hmm. Stadiums like we've been speaking and, and normal life that helps. So mm-hmm. yeah, hopefully you, hopefully you, we can get, get back as soon as possible. Too right, too right. But what, what, what does the bit that does upset me is this last year. Well, it's going to be eighteen months before. before is that we haven't had we've missed out a whole year's worth of little kids coming up and going to the football for yeah, the first yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. You know, and is that is that going to have a long term term impact on the game? Possibly. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people as well will be. I've said it before, but a lot of people will be out of the habit of going. A lot of people will probably have lost interest well as you know we work in pubs right and I spoke to a gentleman today and he said you know what I couldn't give a monkey's whether I go to the pub again or not he said I've got so used to staying yeah, at home yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah. I couldn't give yeah. a monkey's whether I go out or not yeah, yeah. that's it yeah, that's, that's the worry yeah, mm. yeah, I've spoke to a few people who have said the same thing, really. I think, yeah, you, you're, <coughs> like you're, right, you're just falling into this, you fall into another routine. Another routine, the longer, yeah. the longer it yeah. goes on, the more and more you do fall into it. Do you like a pint, yeah. Jess, or two? Yeah, obviously, before a game as well. Yeah, where'd you drink at the George before the game? At the George, George I, think yeah. I think I've seen you there a couple of times. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. can't miss it. Nah. What, what, what's your take on, on going back to the pub? Can you not wait? Can you simply not oh, wait? Again? Well, I've, I've missed it like mad, like every like you guys. I've missed it crazy not going there every other Saturday, you know what I mean? Where, where do you, have you got a season ticket, Chase? Yeah, because no, last year I was in the Gil Merrick. Then obviously, where? then normally I'm in the Tilton. Obviously, yeah. block eight. Sorry, block eight? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm in, I'm in block six. Yeah, normally I'm in Black Eye before, but last season I went with my auntie and that and my nephew and that. We was all in the Gil Merritt Lower. All right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, there, are yeah. People, there are people on on the chat box accusing you of being uh, well. Shall I say you like a drink? <laughs> I won't tell you who it is. You probably know who it is anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to read them out. I'm going to name and shame. No, 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 no. Yeah. Can't name and shame. <laughs> Yeah, early early live question early live question coming in for Raddy from Stephen Gill. He's asking, what was it like playing alongside Bruno and Glatzer? You were you were a brilliant partnership. Oh yeah. What a what a what a lad, you know, uh, Bruno. Bruno is uh, the first time I met Bruno was uh, uh, at Bolton. Yeah. And uh, we we played, you know, um two seasons there alongside each other and uh, Obviously, we made the great achievement there, going taking the club to Europe, Europa League. But then, but then when I left to Birmingham, I thought, you know, you know, I remember I checked his hand. I told him all the best, you know, for the for the for the future. And then suddenly, I, I found him in Birmingham with me. <laughs> so, so yeah, it was uh, was a great uh, surprise. Um, unfortunately, he didn't stay for longer, but uh, but he's a good lad. 
Um, very, very big experience. He uh, he played in France and he played in national team. France national team played in Italy, and he 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 uh, he came to uh, to England through through um, Bolton and and, and uh, we had a really good start of the season. I think um, at Birmingham um, internally, of course, um, and uh, we played really good. Uh, we made a good partnership. Um, yeah. So so yeah, it's 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 a huge uh, it's a huge uh, a pleasure, you know, being around him and uh, playing alongside him. I remember him getting a lovely goal at Newcastle when we beat him five one. I say the cup. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, Is that from a yeah, yeah. from a free kick corner something like that? Yeah, rebound, wasn't it? I think seven. Yeah. Took yeah. The it back in, come yeah. off the wall and then he, yeah, yeah. He, he sort of like tucked it in the top corner with the inside of his yeah. right, right foot. That was, yeah, that was he, a good night. <laughs> that was a good night's work. <laughs> was a good night's work, yeah. <laughs> game, mate. He's he's a calm, composed. He has a lot of experience, and uh, you can you can see him during the game. Obviously, uh, you look at him in his face and his eyes. He's so calm. So he give you that, you know. He can send you that positive, you know, energy and uh, confidence mm. naturally. That's good. Yeah. Going back, sorry, Randy. Going back to when you first signed, um, what did you sort of know about Blues? What did you know about the club? Did you, I'd imagine, you played against us in the the Premier League, but um, did you know much about the club, or did you were you aware of how big we were, or you know? Yeah, obviously Birmingham. You know, for for the people who don't who don't know, obviously the the year before, um, I had the opportunity maybe to come to Birmingham. Um, Obviously in the backstage, but but obviously I stayed another year at, at Bolton Wanderers and uh, and um, I thought I was playing at that time and I didn't have any any feeling to to leave. But uh, but Birmingham, I played against Birmingham in, in in the Premier League. But everyone knows that generation of Emil Heskey and uh, and obviously um, who's the French guy you know who won the World, World Cup? Du Gary is a superstar. Yeah. And uh, and go and uh, and many many players not not to to lo- to miss you know the m- many players and many generation who played at Birmingham, um, so so I knew I knew from the start I'm going to to, to a big club in a big city, um, and I know there is a lot of rivalry between you know Birmingham and, and Villa, which is uh, uh, which is. Which is obvious and uh, and um, and one of the biggest derbies. So, so yeah, um, I knew I knew I knew the importance and the 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 the, the big the um, the value of of being a Birmingham player from the start. And mm. of course, you had, you had um, Medi Nafti there as well. So did that help having Medi there? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's another point. So Mehdi was like calling me. I said, "I heard you coming." I said, "I'm not sure yet, but it would be good, you know, to be around you." And uh, Mehdi obviously encouraged me to come. He said, "We needed you." Uh, he said, "You will help us with the with the heading, especially in the championship." And the yeah. new from the start, that will have you know positive impact um, because the championship, many teams were direct at that time. You put pressure, and then it's the ball in the box, so you have to challenge the first. Uh, and a second ball, and I was uh, a key for that. Um, so yeah, um, we uh, again we had we had a great team. We had good good and balanced team, and uh, and then you know it's not a surprise that we go we go back you know uh, straight away in, in the Premier League. 
Top two, mm. yeah. Got a few questions coming through the shout box. Uh, Drew Crawford wants to know, what most impressed you about Shay Adams and Southampton? Is that for me? Yeah. That wasn't yeah, yeah. Oh, oh uh, I think I think he has a, a really good is a is a potential, you know, um to be to be, you know, one of the uh, one of the best strikers. Of course, you know, you know, from my experience as a as a coach now in the academy, especially Southampton Academy and look at our players like Adams who succeed at Birmingham. So uh, in the championship. So we, we, we challenged him more and we got him in the Premier League. But then as you can see, we try to we try to introduce him, you know, progressively. And uh, and then uh, what what a what an impact he had, you know, for, for the club, even it's progressively and then and then slowly. But but he's uh, he integrated, you know, the, the club, the culture and the way the way the one manager wants him to play and uh, don't, don't forget he has in front of him you know a player like Inks who's really successful now so he had to find you know his his trades and he had to find his way of, of being you know someone who plays continuously so I think you know you know um and this is not just for me from from the manager Ralph Hotel. he he knows he's a hard worker he knows he's someone who has ambition and he knows that he's a team player so he'll work hard for the team and he will uh, he will do everything needs you know for a uh, for him to have a positive impact, so uh, I think I think he's he's part of the 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 Southampton setup now. I don't think the manager will he, he can't get rid of him because he's a he's an important player in the squad. Mm. Interesting. Um, a couple of good comments through. Gaynor Robinson says, "Can anybody remember when Raji danced in front of the goal, goal, goalkeeper to pull him off?" Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I got that. I got Stephen that. Chaos is what a beast buddy was. Don't think we had a player quite so dominant in the air since. No. So there you go. Looks like you was well loved at the Blues, mate. Yeah. You're gonna give us a. You're gonna give us a, a, a little demo, Raddy. <laughs> only if, only if you. I do. would. I would love to. It was a Tunisian dance. <laughs> I, need, I need the Tunisian music. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah. Uh, somebody, somebody, I had, I had, the, I had okay. the referee that that week after that game telling me. I think we had a, we scored we scored the goal from there, um, in 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 St Andrews. I think the next game was Fulham or something like that. And and the Sibrusi came to me during the week. He said, you know, the referee said, you know, you know, you're not going to do that in front of the GK because we'll give you a la carte. So I had to stop it. Wow, uh, it was you. a good distraction. Yeah, I remember you doing it for um, for, for for Zerati against Everton and Seb Larson yeah. against Liverpool. Seb Larson yeah. scored an absolute even further out, and and Zerati scored mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. So, so mm-hmm. it's a good way, you know, to distract the the the, the GK. Yeah, it worked because I think we scored both times. You did it. Yeah. It works really well. Yeah. I would I would encourage my players to do it now, but I'm not sure about the uh, the rules. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, I mean, what's the problem in it? It's just a bit of a fun, isn't it? Yeah. Well, uh, I, 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 yellow card, but that's not written into the rules, is it? There's no exactly, rules to so say so, you um, can't do it. Uh, yeah. got, got question question yeah. on YouTube. Uh, Mark Holland says we won six back to back. One Nick McLeish. Remember winning at Plymouth? Oh, for a six six back to back. He says he's pretty sure that it was Jahar scored the winner. At, was that right? No, it was Lee Carsley. Ah, okay, so wrong. Uh, I can't remember yeah. scored for Birmingham at Plymouth. No. No, no, no okay. I can't remember. 
So you're wrong. Uh, Jez yeah. wants to know, are you still in contact with any former players? Yeah, yeah. Obviously now, not like before. There is a social media. There is, you know, many ways, you know, to keep in touch. Definitely I'm in touch with Mehdi. Nafti is now, uh, he's now coaching in, in Spain. Um, at times, you know, we send, you know, some texts with uh, uh, Miguel Forcel. Um, uh, who else? Fabrice Mwamba. Uh, I met I met uh, I met a couple of months ago um, Mike uh, Mike Taylor GK obviously is is coaching yeah. as well yeah yeah oh yeah 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 obviously we we spread it out now we all over the the globe you know <laughs> a lot of players retired and um, each one of us has his own objectives and and his personal life so mm. it's difficult especially at, at this time <laughs> of the uh, yeah. of the COVID nineteen era. Yeah, 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 and you've also you've also scored in the World Cup finals as well. I remember you. I remember watching it like it was yesterday against um, Saudi Arabia, wasn't it? I think. Yeah, I do. Yeah, and that's uh, that's probably the highlight of my career. Oh, obviously, big, yeah. that goal represents you know the the hard work and the uh, sacrifice that I made since I was uh, nine years old. Obviously, coming from a, a little little. Uh, um, uh, city in in south of Tunisia, yeah. Um, where where you don't have you know the what we got now the the academies and the the structure and the infrastructure around it. We had nothing. We had nothing. Yeah. So uh, I remember I was crying to because my uh, my boots were were ripped and uh, my shorts were small to go to play games. So from there I found myself in a workup and score a goal. It took me it took me years, but I felt like I achieved you know something in my career. So yeah, so that goal that going in the World Cup, amazing represent represents a lot for me. Yeah, yeah, and I guess the dance in front of the goalkeeper comes to in a close second place. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, you know, as a player, I'm committed to to help you know my teammate, and I, I do what needs you know to to score and goal and uh, and win the games. Mm. Even, and who was your um, who was your football idol growing up, Ruddy? Who was your favourite player when you was a child? Yeah, so uh, obviously Tunisia. For the people who don't know, we we're really close to Europe. It's just just half an hour, you know, to Italy by boat if uh, if you can uh, or if you can swim. So uh, <laughs> so um, I watched a lot of you know uh, calcio um, you know um, games. Maldini, you know, and oh. um, Barese, they were they were my idol, idol, you know, players. I watched Barese since I was young, and um, he was class in the way oh. he was playing, and he oh. was a he was a floater with the with the old system. They're playing the the floater and the centre backs, and uh, uh, it's amazing how how he was developed, you know, um, that time. And then uh, uh, as I grew up. You know, Barresi retired, and then Maldini came on board, and and Maldini was playing all the position in the back four, played left back, right back, centre backs, and he has, he can make the same performance. Obviously, uh, it's amazing, um, and and these are mainly the players that I was really, you know, um, uh, influenced by um, yeah. the Italian Italian football as well. The tactical side of it was kind of influenced. Um, and um, and uh, we, as I as I grew up more, I opened obviously the doors for for more uh, more countries in football and started to watch more football. 
Um, I like the Sae because Tunisia they 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 always tell me you you look like him you know in the game. So I was watching him a lot, whether with France and whether when he went to England to playing for Chelsea. Um, yeah. So he was an aspiration even when we had the uh, Roger Le Maire in in Tunisia as a international coach, and he was coaching the the France. Uh, 98 generation who won the World Cup. So I asked him a lot about him, and uh, he told me a lot of story and uh, a lot of uh, a lot of you know background stories that helped me carry on as well. Mm. Did you ever get? Did you get? Sorry, how many international caps did you get? Uh, overall, I had 105 caps. Wow, amazing! 105. You've only got one head. Yes, yeah. Every day I change one cap. I was going to ask Freddie, did you ever get to meet any of your idols growing up? You know, over the years, did you ever get to meet Desai or any of them along the yeah. way? Yeah, yeah. F- funny enough, obviously, uh, I had uh, I met uh, I met Maldini, and uh, I was invited as a as a football legend in the 2018 World Cup in Russia. Mm. We had a great, uh, obviously, the FIFA had a, a legend legend program as a as a most <laughs> of the. Uh, as a most of the player who played for national team Tunisia also mm-hmm. was invited, so we spent a, a lovely, I think, fifteen days, you know, um, having a, like a legend tournament and a legend presentation for the FIFA's, and uh, we witnessed obviously the uh, the draw for the uh, organization, the World Cup organization for USA mm-hmm. between Morocco and USA. It was an amazing experience, but also what what was you know mostly amazing is to meet you know some like the world word uh, legends and one of them was Maldini. Maldini, I think he had the he had the duty, you know, obviously to help the FIFA with the organization that time as well. So uh, we, we played against him in, in, in the tournament and we had a, um, a good chat about, you know, football and football mm. future. And we had a picture, of course. Um, <laughs> Lada Matai, 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 Mataus? Matai? Oh, yeah, Matai, uh, yeah. Yeah, the, the, German, the German guy. He's yeah. so aggressive. He's so aggressive, but um, since since his playing days, um, of course, the the big legend Maradona, Ronaldo, uh, a lot of a lot of obviously big names, uh, you know, Sidov, um, a lot. So it, it's amazing. It's amazing to find yourself around, you know, these these guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Brown, Paul Lipkiss, Mark Adams, Nick Ball, and uh, and Jez on your list. <laughs> <laughs> Fan come, Jem. Uh, Jez, you, you, have you got any questions? Uh, who's your best player while you was at Blues? Oh wow, that that's uh, that that would put me in a, in a, in a pressure. Um, <laughs> and even when when you asked me to to prepare the team, it was like kind of like a, it's it's a hard to make a decision. So uh, my best player that time, I think I think Mac Jeffrey, um, he was uh, he was flying. Obviously, the, yeah. the first year he scored a lot of goals and. Uh, Excuse me. Every every time he shoot, he score. And mm. uh, but also, but also, uh, what what I liked as well, he provided some of the good crosses for me to score headers. Mm. So uh, him him and uh, Seba Larsen. So I uh, maybe choose him, and he's uh, deserved. I think he had the play of the the season that year. So yeah, he deserved it. Mm. Yeah, good choice. Yeah. So tell us a bit about yourself, then, Jason. So how long you had a season ticket? Uh, I used to go down there as a kid. And obviously, because my dad used to work there, then he obviously took us down there. Then obviously, I was there, the season ticket for a couple of years. Then I was there working as a steward. Okay. Then obviously, I've come back as a fan. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then I was I've been caught in the Blues last year. Leicester won the FA Cup final, uh, at the FA Cup last year. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that was a good day. In the fifth round. The, the last, yeah. Sorry, did you say the last game, Nick, or best game? No, the, the last. The last one. Last. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I yeah. wasn't sure if Nick asked you the last or the best, sorry. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so, I was at the Leicester away game yeah. as well. With, uh, yeah, yeah, I Oh, Auntie Linda What's and you? Sally and... Um, we met uh, Jeremy Beller in the in the stands. He was injured for that one. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, 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 I heard he was in the stand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And what's your what's your favourite Blues moment, Jason? It's got to be the Wembley Cup final. Yeah, um, that, that's that, that's ten years ago. This coming Saturday. Years. It is. Yeah. Uh, um, so I take it, Jason. Jason, I take it you're not old enough to remember the Leyland Up one then. Yeah. No one's as old as us. Nobody's as old as us. Yeah. That's an old yeah. playoffs and stuff, Bruce and stuff like that. Mm. Yeah. So how long was you stewarding? Seven years. All oh, right. That's, years. A fair, that's a fair way. Yeah. Did you yeah. just do it for the free ticket? <laughs> no. <Nah. laughs> I, <would> <laughs> I would have. <laughs> I would have. No. Yeah. yeah, I would have done to be fair at the minute. <laughs> <laughs> I would have. Could have stop drank... anybody, though. <laughs> yeah. The fans would have got away with drinking beer and smoking cigarettes if I was a steward because I just wouldn't have been facing them at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In the mosh pit. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, just had a really nice comment from Pat she said it's about time this show won an award it is isn't oh. it yeah we came close once didn't we Chris we did we came very very close Pat if you want to give us an award that's... Uh, <laughs> Jason you says uh, Maldini best fullback ever oh yeah he's the, I was going to say he's the best defender I've ever seen in my life Maldini he was just something else when he was incredible yeah, absolutely yeah, yeah. phenomenal player and Baresi like Raddy says Franco Baresi as well was. and later on as well with Maldini was Alessandro Nesta as well he was phenomenal as well mm. it was great Rad- <clears throat> yeah Rad- Raddy who did you support as a kid who did you grow up supporting who was your team that, that's a quite uh, interesting question and, uh, I always always try to review and reflect on myself Do I am I normal or not I never supported the team, actually. I always supported the team who I worked for or played for. No. Okay. Very, so very diplomatic answer. Very, yeah, very diplomatic. diplomatic yeah. no, on a serious note, it's, it's <laughs> never been diplomatic. I, no. I, I now support the teams that I, yep. I, I worked for. To be honest, uh, we've had, we've had a like, few players who have said exactly the same. So, yeah. But I like watching you know, football in general. I love to watch, especially now with my, with my job as a, as a, as a coach. Um, I like to watch football. Um, I'm I'm talking to you now, and there is a TV in front of me, and mm-hmm. it's a game of football now. So mm-hmm. it's it's, um, it's 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 became part of my rituals, um, you know. And, and and looking at the football in different way and different aspects is uh, is something that uh, that I uh, I do now. So you watch uh, myself, Ruddy. I must admit, if I was ever a professional footballer, I'd be obsessed. I'd probably watch myself <laughs> on YouTube. Every day, um, especially oh, for the sport son. in the World Cup for England. So, do you watch much of yourself? Do you watch much of your days, mate? Um, it's it's uh, yeah, it happens. It's happened to me to go back and watch a couple of games. Obviously, before nowadays we have the CDs, and mm. um, and um, the other day I was obviously tidying up my office and I found a couple of CDs, um, and and they I watched them. So, a couple of games, international games. Um, and then it's amazing how how you your perception could change when when you now in a different role. I, I used to be player, and I look at myself and I say, "Oh, that's bad. No, no, no way, no way. How I can do this? You know, mistakes." Now, now I see myself. Obviously, 
I see myself as a coach. Mm-hmm. So I, I see all the principles and and the and 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 specific like position specific, you know, and on the line more than looking at myself how uh, uh, like before. So it, it's totally different, and it's amazing how how the, the people perception could change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. What, what's got a few questions coming in from the listeners. What's your favourite yeah. stadium you've ever played at? Favorite player? No. Favorite stadium you've ever played at? Stadium. 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 Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> stadiums. I, I played in a lot of stadiums. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of stadiums, obviously. Um, uh, Mainly, mainly, mainly. Say again, Mark. Plymouth. Was it Plymouth? <laughs> <laughs> Look, yeah, yeah, well, we're laughing about it, but you know, the English game is uh, is totally different. I, I played in the different countries, and uh, I, um, I I visited a lot of uh, the stadiums. Um, the always the English game is is totally different. The atmosphere of the English game is different. The fans are just mm. close to you. One meter between you and and the fans, you can't find that in any any other any other country. Uh, I played in the, mm. in the World Cup. I played in the World Cup 2002, 2006. Totally different, you know. Stadiums, sixty thousands. I played in in Egypt, hundred and twenty thousands, and and believe me, it was full. So hundred twenty thousand full. And all Egyptians. So, so every time you touch the ball, there's there's a there's a, a, a loud voice that can uh, even put you in the pressure. So, uh, let let me say, obviously, my best days were in the Premier League. I feel and uh, I enjoyed a lot playing in the Premier League. Um, maybe Old Trafford is still is still mm. a, is still a, uh-huh. is still a, a, a great, obviously, and and historic, uh, a good monument. Like a, you, if you play in it, you uh, you have a, a box ticked. I played with Birmingham against Man- Manchester United in, in Old Trafford. I played with the with the Bolton Wanderers as well, and I always enjoyed uh, playing playing in that stadium. Mm-hmm. Good. Uh, Stephen, you're saying ask Ruddy who was his favourite coach and why. I I, uh, I played uh, under. Very good coaches. Um, it's difficult to choose because I'm that type of a person who take a take a bit of every coach. Um, mm-hmm. But let, let me say, I think you know, I think uh, the arrival of Reggio Lemaitre to the Nizian team it helped me a lot, you know, to to find my way because you know. He answered all all of the questions that I had about you know being professional, um, get that uh, get that uh, opportunity to go to Europe. Two thousand and three, two thousand and four, they were key moments for me, obviously, to get to uh, to uh, make my objectives as a as a as being involved in a, or playing for the one of the best league in the world, the Premier League, and Regional Mail obviously helped me to to find my way. Um, so mm-hmm. I, I would probably two go, more. One, one from Martin Swinsko. As a player, when you sign for a club, do you have an input on your wages, or do you put everything in your agent's hands and just accept what he can get for you? That's a great question. No, that's that's a great question. <laughs> yeah. so obviously, I I take ownership as well. So because I felt the agent here is here, he's there to support me, not to not to uh, lead me. 
So the the choice and the negotiation I, I get involved in. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Mm-hmm. And what, that's what I urge now the new generation. As a coach now, I see a lot of uh, young young players, young talents. You know, give everything to their agents, uh, which is wrong because you know it's only you who know and understand what you want and uh, and um, and understand uh, uh, how you want it. So the agent is there to execute what what you want, not to give you what you want. Okay, John Smith, uh, who was the? Oh, it's disappeared. Uh, ooh, 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 ooh. John Smith says, uh, "Which was your most difficult player to mark?" Which is the most what? Sorry, difficult, difficult player to mark. Uh, yeah, good one. Very good. Um, I think, uh, I think you know, I, I played when there were a really great generation of strikers. There is yeah. Thierry and uh, and Co. But I think Drogba was the most difficult because Drogba has all the the technical, physical, you know, and tactical uh, contribute. Uh, he mm-hmm. can he can he can weight really heavy on a centre back physically, but also he can turn, control the ball perfectly, turn, and then he has yeah. a great finish. And remember that time at Chelsea had you know people in the middle like Frank Lampard and Co. They can provide you know quality balls from the back, so it was difficult. To 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 manage a player like him, I played against him in Ivory Coast. Mm. He was not as effective as he, and he was at Chelsea. And and obviously the difference is, with my respect to the, all the Ivory Coast players that time with him. But you know when I played against Chelsea at uh, Bolton, we drew. I think we drew uh, the first game two two and they scored a goal. But obviously we scored five after that. Uh, we lost five against okay. him, and mm. and it's a it's a big team. And one from me. Did you, did you ever play against England? No. One one of the one of the uh, books I didn't take, and I was really disappointed. I'm still disappointed now, and I'm angry because you remind me about it. It's, uh, <laughs> well, well done, Nick. It's, uh, You're in Belgium. It's, I don't care. Yeah, it's it's when I was I think 22 years old. I was one of the one of the youngest centre back in in the Tunisian squad, and we were preparing for the World Cup '98. Uh, yeah, and um, and obviously the the manager at that time he chose not to pick me for the full squad to go to, to travel to the World Cup. I was really upset, oh, um, and I missed the ninety eight first game against England. Um, uh, and um, obviously, it, it, I love to I love to play against England because you know I like I like the English style, but also it was uh, it was opportunity to mark you know Alan Shearer at that time. It was oh. it was in the it was in the height. I played against Alan Shearer after that, and I marked him against Newcastle, and they revenged. But but <laughs> it's not as a it's not as a the workout. Oh, Roddy! Apparently, you're wrong. You did score the winner against Plymouth, a one 0 win. Apparently, two people have just confirmed it. And they've googled it as uh, well. Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> really? Yes, yeah. Was that at home? That must have been at home then. I no, I must have been at home. Uh, scored in a one uh, 0 win. At Plymouth, Google it. When was that? In, in... November the fourth, two thousand and six. Oh, okay. It must have been. Yeah, okay. Mm. I yeah. was thinking Lee Carsley's goal under McLeach. Yeah, that's, oh, yeah. That, that's yeah. the only one who scored as well. Is that seventy-five? <laughs> yeah. There you go. Good luck. I'm, sure, I'm sure Matthew. To be honest, Paul, I think Matthew Upson scored against Plymouth. The header. I'm sure yeah. it was Upson. 
Yeah, Ruddy, I remember it now. No, no, Chris has said it. Yeah, I do remember. Yeah, it was off a corner, wasn't it? Yeah. That was it. <laughs> yeah. Was it a corner or a cross? I, I can't remember. It was a corner. Really. And a, question, a question from Ray. Um, Ruddy, uh, if you were managing a big game tomorrow, how would you motivate your players? Oh, wow. Um, probably that's one of uh, my, uh, you know, um, best, best, you know, contribute motivating the players. I think motivating players not on, it's not for one day, it's not for two days. It's it's a long term process and that link and and connection you make with the players. You know, one of the things obviously I do as a coach now is understanding my players and understand their background and mostly understand their motivators. Because you know, you have you have 22, 25 players, each player has his own motivators. Some some could be the money, some could be, you know, the uh, some could be, you know, the uh, uh, different aspects. Some some do them do it for mm. their families. Mm-hmm. And and basically um you have to you have to find you know the 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 way how we're gonna get you know the message across and uh, for for a game like to, like tomorrow let's say Birmingham City play against Norwich it's one one of the things I use is is basically they're in the top position and they probably feel feel easy to go and play against us mm-hmm. so go and make it difficult for them and then the pressures on them. Because you know, obviously, they they the top team. They need to provide you know the right you know performance, but also they need to win against us. So we're gonna use that you know to to in our favor. So being patient, working hard for each other's, make sure we 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 keep the principle and the, and the strategy, especially that we prepare right. Um, I know I know from the fact knowledge that they're they they're a team who like to set the intensity, like to work hard, you know, and then on 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 the front foot and try to press. So, so yeah, the, these these are the aspects of Lee to um, to add. But but something is is do it for the for the fans who's not there who are waiting for us as well. In, in this moment, you have to do it. You have you have to feel the vibes <coughs> from the fans and have to feel you know the the people who who's behind, but they're not they can they can be present. So so just go and do it for for the for this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Couple, couple from Paul, got anything from the week? Um, no, no, we, we, we're just going with live now, aren't we, Nick? But there's a couple that have come in. Okay. Um, in the last, you've got, you've got no questions week. from the week then. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to do you eleven now, bud? We can do. Yeah, I've just got a, I've just got a just couple got a of questions, questions. So, cu- couple more questions. So, I can't remember who asked it earlier, Raddy, but what was the camaraderie like in the blue squad that you in the blue squads that you were in, and, and have you got any good funny stories or or pranks that you can tell us about? Um uh, listen, we had an amazing, you know, uh, atmosphere in a changing room, you know, that, that period. Um I can't really remember pranks. <laughs> I know I know I know some players with a lot of pranks and uh, when you invite them guys, you know, they probably can can you know tell you the stories. But I know I know um uh Nicholas, Nicholas Bantner was, was someone who uh, really he made me laugh. Uh but he's he's someone who I um, I really uh, like when he was when he was playing for us and scored a lot of goals. Mm. Um, there were there were young generations, Fabrice Mwamba and and uh, Sebalas and 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 Co. And um, I spent a lot of time, you know, with Mehdi Nafti, who were even neighbours. Mm. Um, you know, um, Mehdi is someone as well. You need to know it as as much as he looks serious, you know, on the pitch. He's he's a funny guy, so. Yeah, so, yeah, we. Uh, I, I don't really. I, I'm boring on that aspect. I don't like a lot of pranks. 
Yeah, no problem. And, and I know, we, I know, part? I know, I know. We go for parties sometimes. <laughs> I, we go. We, here's here's the one for you. We go for parties, and we think you know we finish the party, we go home, and then obviously we try to go on the day off, and uh, there is no risks. But we still we still get we still Steve Bruce still have the information. We couldn't understand how we get it. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Uh, good stuff. Yeah. And, and who's the best player you've ever played against in your whole career as a player? Um, was it Drogba? Uh, I played it, against Ronaldo when when he was at a stop as well. Ronaldo, yeah. Ronaldo, Ronaldo, oh. Manu. I think the last couple of years he, he he developed and he improved a lot and becomes you know really important for that Manchester United team. So it was difficult to um, to stop. Um, yeah. Mm. Probably I put I put him in that category mm. um, as as a hard player, you know, to uh, to 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 control as a defender. So you need you need at least one or two of your teammates. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you... okay, so so Nick's mentioned your one to eleven. Then so you picked yeah. the best the team from the best players that you played with for us during your three and a bit years with us. Um, so yeah, you going four four two. I, I I tried obviously to cover. Uh, I was thinking about you know my favorite shape, but then I said okay, because of the uh, players' availability and uh, obviously the players I choose, they need to be in the in the best day uh, for us to go and win tomorrow against Norwich. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Far away then. Tell us your team. Uh, okay, so um, we have we have you know my Mike. Mike, you know, on on the goal in the goal. I think I think Mike, you know, he has a great uh, uh, experience. Um, I was I was thinking about Doyle because Doyle as well, you know, he had a great season when when uh, when he took over and he helped us, you know, massively. But uh, I want to I want for the experience and you know, considering you know the the career he made, um, he could be the starter in my team. Um, and then I go to the right, David Murph. I think you know he was steady. Um, he was steady. He um, he was so uh, uh, calm, composed on the ball, and uh, he he knows he has a good ta- supporting time when to go forward and 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 when to to defend. We played <laughs> alongside him, played alongside him on the right side, and I felt really comfortable to to pass him the ball even under pressure, and uh, he get away with it. Um, mm-hmm. Martin Taylor as a right centre back. Uh, we had a really good partnership as well. When when Bruno left, uh, and uh, we we um, it had a good season in the promotion season. Um, yeah. Dis- despite you know he hasn't a lot of experience that time uh, as as uh, as as um, he helped massively and uh, he was listening and and then doing really well in his position. Um, on the, on the left I put um, Liam Ridgewell, left centre back. Um, Liam, obviously, he came from 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 the neighbours. Okay, uh, <laughs> hey, well done. Uh, uh, the last, I think, the last week or the last day of the window transfer in the summer, you know, to to help us in the in the uh, in the Premier League campaign. Uh, but obviously, uh, he he was young, but also he brought that energy and uh, and and uh, equality on the left on the left side to help and support. Um, uh, alongside him, Frank Drew. Frank Drew, uh, I felt I feel like he deserved to be there as well because 
because Frank has a vast experience from France to to England players from Middlesbrough. But then when he came when he came with us, obviously he gave us a, a quality with his range of passing, with his delay distribution on, on the left side, and even he played left centre back as well when he needed. So yeah. uh, mm. so um, also he was kind of a leader. Uh, on and off the pitch, he uh, he has his voice in the changing room. He has his voice on the pitch, and uh, he um, he put a lot of uh, weight in in the squad. Um, in the middle, so one of the reasons I chose obviously to play four four two is is because we had you know some some good choices you know from both squads you know two thousand and six two thousand seven season and and over the in the Premier League season, but. Uh, you know, um, if you want to have two two midfielders, you need to have you know kind of balance. And I thought, I thought you know, I was difficult to choose between Fabrice Mwamba as a holding midfielder and Mehdi Nafti. Um, so, so I leave it for the fan to choose one of them. Um, I want if I'm a coach, if I'm a coach tonight and I had to decide decide between them, I want sleep probably uh, because <laughs> because both. <laughs> Because both the hard workers, both they can put their body on the line, both can tackle, both can 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 you know add add a really uh, much to the team. Um, alongside them, I put uh, Wilson uh, Palacio. He, he was a, a quality player. Yeah. Um, I I didn't see him much, you know, develop, but he developed massively and progressively when he was. Uh, when he was at Birmingham, he and he ended up probably one of the important players in the middle. So, yeah. so he has that really good touch, and he has a a good of understanding when to join the box and when to to keep the balance for the team, and uh, and he has good quality to dribble and pass the ball. So that's why I kept him, you know, in the midfield with the, one of the uh, with the Warriors, Fabrice and uh, and Medi Nafti. Um, in the wide areas, obviously in the middle, um, I put Seba Larson on the right. Seba Seba is a really clever player, uh, right. but also he has the uh, technical skills and uh, has the uh, understanding, obviously, to to fulfil that position from inside out, outside in, uh, and make uh, some good crosses. Obviously, he's a specialist in free kicks, and but also he can make a good crosses, you know, in yeah. uh, in the box. Uh, in the box for the right strikers uh, to go and, and score goals. So Seba, he can put the energy as well, and he can put a lot of recovery runs, you know, to defend uh, and help the team to defend and make some good tackles. Um, on the left, uh, in the middle, I put uh, Gary McJeffrey. So Gary, uh, I could put him in the middle as well, but um, but I think in this system he can he can be very effective because he's the type of players who can push the ball and run. He he can exploit the space, commit, exploit the space uh, behind the the opposition fullback. But also he he has the confidence to go inside and go uh, in the middle and look for the combination with the strikers. That's why I put two different type of strikers. I put Nick, uh, I put me um, Fossel, Miguel Fossel, and I put Nicholas Bantner up front. So Nicholas, that time even even if we don't have the opportunity to play out. And play through the opposition. We can look for him, you know, high, and he can flick it, and he can he can hold it. He has a really good physical presence, but also has good technical touch. So so he uh, he really uh, can help on that aspect, on that second option, so or another option is from playing out. Um, so 
and and Mikel um, for uh, for Sal who who can score goals. He can sniff oh. goals. He can. He has a good touch inside the eighteen yard box. He probably can't, you know, link up, you know, in uh, in in the mid third. But when as soon as we get to the final third, he can score goals. That's why when you have Seba on a, on a, on a right and you have McJeffy on the left who can cross goals. So we have someone like Nikola Batnek who can head it if yeah. it's yeah. higher balls, far post, middle post. But you have you know Miguel Fosel who can you know make that clever runs in behind and in between the the centre backs and he can score goals. And, and if you add one of the middle in the box, we can end up with four in the final yeah. third. So this is how how I see the team. Of, of course, you know, there is a, a vast choice, you know, from both squads, as I said, you know, these two, that, that two years. But um, it was difficult for me, but uh, I felt like this is probably a team I can go and win with. Uh, that's a really good, that's a really good team. Really good team, right? Who would, be your, who would be your captain in that team? And who would be the manager as well, head coach? Mm, wow. So, so the manager I would probably choose uh, Steve Bruce because because of the achievement we made, we made that year. Yeah. Um, um, and obviously he built that team. Um, uh, even uh, Alex McLeish, I felt you know we had a, a good, uh, uh, a successful period. But um, uh, I wasn't involved, so I left that time. So, so um, uh, um, Alex Bruce is, is the manager of that team, I think. And um, there, there is a there is a there is a quite a strong character. Uh, so any one of them can be a captain. Um, yeah. Um, from from my coach perspective, I would love you know uh, the 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 captain to be a midfielder, but um, I think we all agree in in Frank Drew as a strong character and the mm, way yes. he looks on the pitch could mm. could could be that time. Even the way he speaks to the to the referees and then he has a really good you know way of of influencing. So I would put him. In. Yeah, and let's throw this out to our viewers. So who are we going to choose, Fabrice Mwamba or Medin Afte? Ooh, three minutes, three minutes. <laughs> three minutes, and we'll go for the most votes off our viewers. It's going to come in the shout box, righty? So we'll let our viewers oh, we'll decide. Keep your eye on it. So do I have to have to decide or let the... No, not you. Not you. We'll let our viewers do it. Yeah, definitely. I know we can make people decide. <laughs> I know, I know many enough Going, going back to your career, Addy, did you ever keep, were you one for keeping shirts and memento? What sort of souvenirs have you got for your career? Did you keep any blue shirts or were you, did you swap shirts? Or? Yeah, I have, I have a box of blue. Mm. I have a, b- okay. a box and uh, I, put, I put some of them in frames. I have them in my office back in England. Um, obviously, it reminded me, it reminded me of a good uh, time. I think I have a boot as well. I kept, a, I kept my Nike Tiempo boots, you know, from Birmingham. What part uh, of England? Because I know a couple of lads that might want to break. I still, I, I still have even the training kit. I still have wow. an oxide, the big coat oh, of, wow. of Birmingham. Obviously, uh, I, I, I have a box uh, and I keep it in my in my souvenir place. Um, and it's written Birmingham City on it, and I have wow. a training kit. I have a, I have the coat, the the big coat, you know. And we have, and I have a, um, the lot of t-shirts, like a, whether from Premier League time or from the mm. uh, from the Championship time as well. You kept, you kept a lot. So a lot of players don't keep anything, you know. Some players do, and some players don't keep anything. But mm. it sounds like you kept the, the club shop. You are the club shop. <laughs> you didn't break in, did I would, you? I would, uh, 
I would be surprised players don't kiss, but uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not I'm not too much Sevenese to be fair, but mm. I kept that, so I believe you know players would kept more than that. Yeah. yeah. And getting, yeah. going back again, got another question. What was it like playing in the African nations? Oh, it's amazing. If you don't play in African nation, you miss the half of your of your career. To be fair. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, no, I'm 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 not exaggerating. The African nation is a is a huge uh, mm. a tournament. Um, with all the difficulties and all the the challenges, um, mm. you have you have to like the Africa. Yeah, um, I played I played five African nations and I won the two thousand and four in Tunisia. Wow. Yeah, but uh, all, all the all the other four are uh, are a great experience. And um, playing playing in in uh, Mali, uh, mm. I think two thousand. Played uh, in Ghana, Nigeria, two thousand and two. 2004 Tunisia, 2008 I played in Cam uh, Egypt, um, and it's an and each uh, each uh, um, each African nation has is is own reality, and it depends of the country or host of the the, the the African nation. So 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 the African players in general are unpredictable in the game. So you don't know you can dominate the game, but you still can lose it. Um, because there is a lot of talent and a lot of individuality, and they need mm. just one one second, you know, to one make second, that yeah. extraordinary, you know, skills and smash a ball from forty yard and put it in the goal, or or he can dribble two three plays in in around, you know, the corner, the corner, and and then he can score a goal from from impossible angles. So these are unpredictable stuff. But then, but then lately, looking at the African nation, I think it developed a lot. And this is go back to the, and this go back to the contribute that um, that Europe academies and and teams uh, that add to the African players in general because African players come with a talent already, you know, yeah. natural talent, uh, natural talent could be physical, could be technical skills mm-hmm. uh, from the streets, from the from the from the the city, and and then they they find that organization and that. Um, that structure, you know, in Europe academies, and then obviously uh, they come back, you know, to play for the country. And it's amazing how how that can make the difference, you know, in uh, back in back in the African nations and all. Yeah, these, it's uh, good. Good. Um, and even good in, blend, and even in the World Cup now, and even in a cup, mm. you can see teams stepping up and and, and go to the mm. quarterfinals. You know, African team go to the quarterfinals, uh, and this is because you know the 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 how how. The African nation, uh, African football developed. Mm. It mm. seems like it seems like the gaps, um, the gaps shrunk, uh, shrunk in the African nations. Because yeah. I mean, I used to watch it myself uh, in the early nineties. Cameroon did always do well, and but then you have Guinea and there's like a big gulf. But nowadays it seems a lot more narrow. You know, there's not much in it. Yes, true, true, very true. Now, Tunisia in my in my era, we go to Africa. Mm. Most of the teams, and we won five. We won six, six nil, mm. and then we go back. We 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 go straight off to the, to the qualification World Cup, and we go to play against you know teams. Um, presumably, obviously, you know they're not strong enough. But now that is not that feeling. Tunisia now can 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 lose one nil against teams who we used to 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 smash six nil. Um, mm. And this is not just because Tunisia um, um, level, but the the level has has gone up. Uh, mm. And you just need to look at the last African nation 
the the one Algeria one, I think in Egypt, and uh, look like a team like Benin, uh, who who never quite been qualified to African nation in his history, and then he go to the African nation. I think they got qualified to the to the second round, which is mm. amazing because yeah, yeah. because of the way the way and the effort that some countries make, but also the Af the the CAF federation making a lot of making a lot of um, work. Uh, a lot of you know former players now who who had a great career but also they converted and obviously uh, recycled uh, to um, to uh, either coaches or di- or directors or sporting directors or even members with the with the with the with the with the CAF federation and they they have a lot of contribute into into develop football and still and still developing hopefully because the awareness is there now. A lot of you know former players now they started obviously to to go through their diplomas and going through their recycling uh, time without trashing to understand you know the needs because no matter no matter what career you make and this is from my experience point of view no matter what career no matter game or cups you know played for national team you know coaching or or, or sporting director or directing. It's totally different to that experience. Your experience will add value, of course, but but you need mm-hmm. to understand and learn, especially learn and, and get to that education to to get the best as you as you can, mm-hmm. for you to to for mm-hmm. for the country or for your country or for for football to benefit from you. And this is something that started, just started. I'm not saying it's a it, it started and um, you you still you you can feel it. You can feel it. Hmm. Interesting. Says, um, when, when you when you had the World Cup is it, in in South Africa, wow, what a spectacle! But I tell you what, 2000, what a spectacle! Isn't it? The Five only times. thing I'm pleased that we didn't adopt in the United Kingdom is the Vuvuzela. That didn't last long, did it? Oh, mate! Big you know what? I, t- I tell you what. I mean, like we thrive on crowd noise and crowd singing, and and that's how, that's like. That's that's a spectacle of the of the, of the British game, isn't it? And you mm. know you don't get that everywhere. You, you watch American football, not soccer, uh, not soccer, not football, and like that, you know, I mean, it's just embarrassing. It's embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, but, that, that was you know, you, you get an English crowd and they all start singing as one in harmony. You know, 25, 30, 40, 50, 60,000 people all singing that same song. There is just mm. not a sound like it in the world. Nothing, nothing yeah. beats it. No, that was yeah. That was the only time I ever turned off my back speakers in my living room when that World Cup was on. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, it just, yeah. Them vuvuzelas drove me insane every game. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. It's because yeah. it's, um, it's one pitch. That's what it is, isn't it? Paul, I'm genuinely, I wouldn't mind one for my collection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but well, just to leave I'm... it there, not to play it, just to leave it there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Chris, have we got the uh, have we got the who? We have got the who. Who uh, are yeah. And it's down here. So Randy, he's gone. Yes, they can hear. Sorry, just keep. Randy, where have you gone? He's, he's doing it. He's doing his dance. He's looking. He's looking for <laughs> souvenirs. He's going to give us. Uh, oh, there he is. The, the laptop is out of charge. So, yeah. okay. We need a charger. Yeah. I hope I haven't offended him over the vuvuzela. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, what we're doing now, Raddy, we're going to play a clip of someone talking that you've played with, um, or was that Blues at the same time as you? Um, and if you know who it is, just tell us the first letter of his surname and we'll let our viewers see if they can get it. 
Okay. Uh, so you... I give the first letter of his of his. If you, if you know of, of his, of his surname, yeah. If you know who it is, so Chris is going to play a clip now of him speaking. So turn your headphones on. Okay, you ready? Oh wow! Here we go. Wow, here we go. This, is, this is going to be a big challenge. Right? <laughs> here we go. My mother and uh, dad, they uh, they both liked good music, and they uh, so I listened quite a lot when I was younger, and when I was nine. Until 10, uh, I had some guitar lessons, but... That's a lot. Oh, wow. wow. Guitar lessons. <laughs> <sighs> the, the next sentence would have given it away, so we didn't, we didn't play anymore. Well, one, yeah, more we didn't... one more time. One more time. One more time. Here we go. My mother and uh, dad, they, uh, they both liked good music, and they, uh, so I listened quite a lot when I was younger. And when I was nine until 10, uh, I had some guitar lessons, but... I'll put my ear to the speaker and I, I can't get that at all. Yeah. I've got no yeah. chance. Me, Jason, me, you got any idea? Is he Frank and Drew? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no way. No way, Frank. No, 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 like no, that. no, no. no Frank is uh, a French one. I think, yeah. I think, I think I know him. Go on, it's not Frank or Drew, no. It's not Frank or Drew. Do, do I need ah. to say the first letter of his it's surname? It's the first letter or? of his surname, yeah. So family name, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Family just, right. just, yeah, just the, just L. the... Is that L? L? Yeah. No. Uh, oh, who did you think it was? I got. I'll give, I'll give you. There's a few guesses nah. coming up uh, on. He's, uh, he's definitely is not an English, so. No, 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 no. Right. Uh, so Ray says uh, for sale. John says Seb Larson. Uh, Nigel says Nafty. Jess says Nafty. No Michael Wood says Bentner. No. Stephen Gill says Nafty. Again, I says Quadru. And Michael says Seb Larson. Who did Jason reckon it was? Uh, Frank the Drew. Uh, Jason says... Nah. Uh, no. No, 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 no. Mm, no. No, no, no. No, no one's got it. No one's got it. Any more, you know who it is, Paul? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did Roddy play, play with him much? I don't think much, no, because he didn't play for us that much. Mm. Um, okay. So if, if I did, like, you know, if we did somebody that played over loads of games, then... It'd be too easy, too wouldn't easy, it? You know, too easy. Be too easy. A uh, few more, few more guesses coming in. It's Ricky Otto having a spliff. Mario, Mario Lauchit. Oh that was a quality moment in radio, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, brilliant. Larson, Richard Kingston. Some great guesses. Miles. Who, won the, uh, who won the? Who won the? Uh, who won the Nafti Mwamba debate? Did anybody count the votes? Oh no. Uh, uh no, I'll have a look. I'll have a look in a bit. I'll have a look back. Okay. I'll, yeah, I'll have a look back close. in a second. Yeah. I think he's pretty close. I can see why you were st uh, stuck with that, Ruddy. To be fair, our fans are as well. Yeah. It's very split opinion. Yeah, no one's, no one's, no one's, no one's close. I'm, um, yeah. I'm, I'm shocked now because you know, the the voice. <laughs> it, it's a bit close to Sebalasan, but it's not. Yeah, I'll have another listen. And, another listen. There we go. and I'm a trying. I'm yeah, trying yeah. to. That they uh, they both liked good music, and they uh, so I listened quite a lot when I was younger. And when I was nine until ten, uh, I had some guitar lessons. But mm. ah, okay. I think I think I recognize. Is he yeah. a midfielder or something? Um, mm. You know, uh, black hair, long. Yeah. 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 Uh let me remember. <laughs> I think he came he came two thousand and seven, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um still none of our views, buddy. Fr French guy, yeah? French. Alexander uh, Fleb. 
Oh, someone's got it. Someone's got it. Jim French. Shepherd, well done. Well done to Jim Shepherd. Oh, yeah, yeah. You got it. Yeah. You got it? Well, do you know what? I, I wouldn't have even read that out, to be honest with you. It's not being funny, but like, wow. They're long. It wasn't yeah. French, though. It wasn't French. Okay. Or he's French, isn't, French. isn't French. Okay, so... so All right, okay. Now, now, that, now that somebody's got it and, and Raddy can't see that, no. give him the first letter of that surname and then see if he can get it. D. So it's, so it's D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I have the name. Wait a second. Um... <laughs> Do you remember when we played uh, them up the road at home and Mikel Forsal equalised with the header? <laughs> This guy, oh, this guy put the, you're just this too guy much. The, more, this, this guy, this guy put the cross in for Mikel Forsell's header in the derby when we mm. equalised to make it one-one. No, it's not. It's not Dalian, Daniel something. Oh no, yeah, 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 oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's a stick for Batman villain. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a riddle, yeah. Daniel. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well done. Yeah, yeah. Well done. Yeah. He didn't stay long. He was a shy guy. He was really. That, that's yeah, he didn't stay for long. Yeah. No. That was off the scale yeah. in difficult levels, though. Yeah. It really was. Brett said, yeah, well, that's, what makes it, that's what makes it fun, Nick. Isn't it? I could put yeah, Steve yeah. Bruce on and we'd all be over in 30 seconds. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, <laughs> Paul, not being funny, but could you do it just for me? <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's I'll he do that? Trevor Francis next week just for you, Nick. <laughs> yeah, thanks, mate. I'll probably get it wrong and get Ian Dante. <laughs> <laughs> would, would you have got that, yeah. uh, Jason? No, no, <laughs> that was a hard one, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's um, he's a Dutch. Yeah, yeah Dutch. Yeah, Dutch. he's Dutch. That's yeah. it. Dutch player, yeah. He was quite a silky player, wasn't he? He was decent. He had a decent first touch, but mm. just didn't yeah. play much. Mm. Didn't really happen yeah, for him, he, did it? He... Midfielder is, yeah, he's a good. He's a good player. Mm. Uh, he didn't much. Yeah, he didn't have a, a lot of time, and I don't think uh, that's why he probably was upset. Much upset. Mm. Okay, all right, okay, so it's Norwich tomorrow night then, guys. Uh, Paul, your prediction, please. I'll go 1-1. One, 1-1, one. One, one. Chris Brown. 4-0. 2. Blues. All right, <laughs> just clarifying. I said it last week. Can we... Jason. 2-1, Blues. Mark. I'm going to go 1-0, uh, Blues. Ruddy. I think, I think you know, I'm going to go 1-0, so do I, have to, do I have to say another score? No, 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 because no. because Mark mentioned one nil, or we keep it. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. Yeah, my my reason my reason is is the Blues tomorrow they should play for a clean sheet, uh, and then hopefully they will have opportunity to score a goal in one of the set plays or something like that. So I so, uh, hope I'm wrong, <laughs> but I can't see us getting a result there. It's uh, half time, uh, Brighton nil, Crystal Palace one currently. Um, I can't see us getting a win. Um, Linda's gone for 6 0 to Blues. We're on a roll. Brenda's gone 2 1 Blues. Ray Bragger 1 0 Blues. Paul Serdow 2 1 Blues. I'm going to have to go 1 2. I'm going to get slaughtered for this. I'm going to get slaughtered for this because I never predict the Blues to lose, but I just can't see us getting a win now tomorrow night. <laughs> I can't help it, but there you go. It's going to be difficult. Yeah. Um, question came in earlier from Craig as well for you, Ruddy. Craig Courtney. He just asked, asked Ruddy what his thoughts on Valerie are and what he will bring to Birmingham. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Obviously, I coached Xi'an, you know, for three years with Southampton, and I see him, I see him, uh, or saw him grow up, you know, to be where he is now. And he, uh, he had a really good uh, first season with the first team. Scored a couple of goals. Scored in Old Trafford. Great goal. Um, but obviously, last season he had a couple <laughs> of injuries, and that held him. Mm. So, so. 
with the with the arrival of the new players in Southampton, you couldn't find you know uh, the the continuity on playing playing football. Um, ch- championship and and I think Birmingham needs someone like him. Uh, he can g- give choice to the manager to play whether <laughs> as a right back we can play as a wing back. Um, and uh, originally he's he's a wing back, so he has all the contribution you know, and the technical skills to go forward and and create some crossing opportunity. Um, Jan is is a young, so he needs a little bit of patience and he needs you know to and he support from from the leaders and from the older players you know who's who's in the squad. So he'll bring you know some good um, quality on the ball going forward. For, for the teams uh, and create a lot of injuries in the final third. And from my understanding, you know, Birmingham now need to score goals. They need to score more goals and, and he mm. can help with that. Mm, mm, mm. I'll some very interesting words from Mark Hill 1-0. Pete Taylor's gone for 3-1 to the Blues. That would be an absolute blessing. We are into the last 15 minutes, lovelies, and I'm going to do it tonight. Anything to do with football and cartoons, cartoons and football. Cart- we won a game, so let's have a bit of fun right at the end. Anything to do with cartoons... And football. Off you go. <laughs> and Jason. Yeah. Jason, what's your favourite goal you've ever seen at St Andrews? Uh, that you can remember when you saw that. Yep. Because <laughs> <laughs> apparently you like a drink. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like Nick. Well, it's got to be... <laughs> Craig Gardner's West Ham semi-final. Oh, yeah, what a night. What a Quality. Night. What a night. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what? All, all, all of them goals, all of them goals were special, weren't they, on that night? Mm. They were proper special. Oh. And you know what? There's no way I thought I was just going to go home dead miserable again. Oh, and have them up the road all yeah. ripping us and, and one thing and another. Mm. And not only did we beat them in the quarterfinals, not only did we beat West Ham. West Ham, mate! West Ham, mate! <laughs> <laughs> Broke Tom 10 Ross. years ago and we held it high. Yeah, and Tom Ross is on that note as well. It's amazing to think, it's amazing to think that it's 10 years ago this coming Saturday mm. and uh, we've got yeah. maybe something special lined up, haven't we, Chris? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe, maybe, maybe. maybe. Can't, maybe. can't say, can't too, say much. too much. Said too much already. That's all I'm uh, going to Rad- say. Raddy, yes. did you watch the Carling Cup final yourself? Did you remember watching it? Uh, maybe, maybe it's it's been it's been a, it's been a long time. Um, maybe I, I was playing a game. I can't remember really much. Mm-hmm. Two thousand and eleven, yeah. when we beat Arsenal, Oberfemi Martins scored the winner. Nicholas Bentner uh, was playing against us as well. He came on as a sub, I think. He didn't start mm-hmm. the game, did he? Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I think I watched it. Well, what when was that? 2011, yeah. 10 years ago, this coming Saturday. No, I mean, I mean the month, the month in the oh, season. February the February. Yeah, probably I was playing or something like that. 2011. Okay, we've got some coming in. Here we go. Campo, Tom and, we've got Tom and Jerry Gill. Tom and Jerry Gill, I like that one. John Flintstones, uh, Mickey McCarthy. Uh, Miko Sylvester, that's good, that's good, that's good. Aidan Flintstones, uh, Jardian Hyde, um, ret- return of the return of the Jardies is what we, yeah. we've been facing this one on all yeah. week, haven't we? <laughs> Wiley Coyote, Wiley Coyote, yeah, Did anybody get that one? Yeah, yeah Adam Wilkes, yeah. no, I'm lost on that one. Pepe Le Pew, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. 
What about, what about um, Peppa what about Pig Sco- Rainer? What about Scooby Doo Gary? Oh, <laughs> that's decent. That is Mark. That's a good one for you. Yeah. Normally, ru- normally rubbish from you. That, that's a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> you lot are nutters out there. Honestly, you're absolutely yeah. mad as that. Hot chocolate. Hot chocolate. <laughs> Jack and Ori Grizzlies. <laughs> Jack and Ori. Oh, no, Chris. That's a ten pound fine if you mention that name. Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> what about the What about the Danny Simpsons? Oh, oh. <laughs> the Simpsons, that's, that's, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Clayton Donald Duck. <laughs> <laughs> safe, what about Safe, safe G Sung Park? Yeah, go for that. Yeah, uh, that's a good one. Teenage Mutant Martin Skirtle. <laughs> <laughs> that wins it. That's the winner. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> I set the bar that oh Martin Skirtles. I love that. That's Where did Pete Taylor get them from? Well done, mate. Cracker. Yeah. Right, if you're wondering what's going on here, it's a word association, like the cartoon oh, footballers' names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool. either love it or hate it, Ruddy. Right? Yeah, it's Marmite. <laughs> Maradona Duck. <laughs> 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 Do you know this is going to burst one of my blood vessels one of these weeks? <laughs> no, I don't think anyone. I don't think any, anything's going to beat Teenage Mutant Martin Skirtle. No, that's good. One, that's a good one. Hang on, hang on. There's, there's a few minutes left yet. Paul, you know what this lot are like out there. <laughs> oh dear. Oh golly, golly, golly. Oh dear. Making me laugh. Who are the best, um, Radio? Who are the best players you're coaching at the moment? Then who's the best players you're coaching now? Yeah, who can we have? Yeah. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> uh, uh, is that a, a circle Bruges at Belgium? Mm, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, um, there is there is some good talents here. Um, obviously, as I said, you know, um, um, Monaco. There's a there's a obviously Monaco's owning owning the circle Bruges, and there is a big and a huge, you know, um, a program uh, between both both teams, and um, we have six players who. Came along for Monaco, so we have. Um, Sorry, we have we have, we have some <laughs> players um, with with a great talent that just need you know time and uh, patience. Uh, we have Anthony Musaba. He's originally uh, from Holland. He's uh, he's probably one of the quickest players in the league. Uh, uh, he he scored a couple of goals for the team, but also he his his contribution to the team is a huge. Uh, is he like the cold 20... and the wind and the rain? But <laughs> yeah. he's only he's only twenty years old. Um, he can be a really a, a superstar in the future. We have uh, Ake Agbo, who's who's on loan from Chelsea. Yeah. So so he can be. Uh, he, he scored eleven goals already. Um, he was a striker. Um, he's, he's a good talent, and uh, the the list the list can go can go uh, bigger, but. Um, there is some good talent who definitely can can be a future. Where is your, um, where is your stars, club you know, the, in, the, in the Premier League? Where are the club? Where are the clubs standing at the moment in the uh, Belgium league? Yeah, so so the club is is basically now, uh, I think fourth down the bottom. Oh, um, okay. They have really they have a really good start to the season. Um, <coughs> they were fourth. They were fourth on the top. Mm. Um, Actually, Paul Clement was was the manager, and then uh, they had like a eleven games in a row with, with no no winning. So they have really bad uh, 
by the by the run. Are you twinned um, with Birmingham City? <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. So, so um, the club, the club decided to to change the manager, and uh, they they had a couple of good wins in the cup games, and uh, and then uh, last Saturday we had uh, the first win away against uh, against a team who was in a was in the same area. Uh, so yeah, it's a good, which is a good step going forward. Is there is there a big rivalry with Club Bruges? What's the rivalry like between the two? It's a huge, huge it's rivalry. Big. Yeah, mostly they're both they're both sharing the main stadium. Oh, of course, cool. yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a nice, it's a nice stadium of uh, around thirty, forty, forty thousand, and uh, um, they're both sharing it. Mm. Um, but it's a, it's a, it's a both club in the same city and. Uh, and it's a huge, a huge rivalry between them. Incredible. Right, I'm going to read a few more of these out before we go. It's a couple of minutes tonight. And here we go. Andy Pandiani. We've got Vicky uh, <laughs> Dorf. <laughs> Don't start me. Marmalade Duke. Wayne Looney Tunes. <laughs> David Speedy Gonzalez. <laughs> Nick, I can see the best one. It's going to crack you up. Lee Cumpdown races. <laughs> no, no, that's not it. Brazilian Fred Flintstones, Nigel Foghorn, Gregor Hollis. Mutley Camp, Wacky Bucky Races. <laughs> <laughs> that's for Ricky oh, Otto, <laughs> Oh, David Dundance Kid, we've got the Danger Danger Ward Pros. Uh, Captain, who's that? Caveman. God, do you good, man? Jim Franco, Gonzalez. I'm crying. I'm absolutely crying. Brilliant. Oh my God, there's been so many come in. Bernard, sometimes kid. Some. Oh, I've got two more, two more, three or four more to do. Jisung Park. Jisung Park. South Park. Sorry, Nick Bambi, Ricky Pluto, Pluto. <laughs> Uh, Super Mario Palatelli. <laughs> 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 Pierre to Shilton and Casper Oh my God, I never thought I'd get any, honestly. You did well there. If we don't did see well. the reference to Rick, Ricky Otto's interview That's last, brilliant, last that week, guys. Yeah, well, I don't know, but that, uh, that, has been, that has been off the scale tonight. I back your races. Well. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Well, on. it's a couple of minutes to nine. And uh, Jason, yeah. thanks ever so much for being with us on FanCam tonight, matey. And uh, just say what you want to say to the people. Well, hopefully we can turn this season around and hopefully we can stay up. Nice. Try, try to keep the faith and hopefully we can believe in this team to get us where we need to be. Yeah. And we can all get back again. Yeah. yeah. Can't wait for that. Yeah. Can't wait. Oh, there's, there's, there's so many more coming in. I can't look, read any more. Don't look. Don't look. We've got to go. Come on. David All right, Smurphy. Uh, you want to say, Paul? <laughs> David Smurphy. Oh, Smurphy. Oh, oh, what a play on words that was. So, this has been it. It's been the Tilt and Talk Show, sponsored by Boer Sports, Garrison Coffee Company, our good friends, SAS Autos, <coughs> excuse me, the Blues Trust, and somebody else that I've missed, of course, our good friends. Thanks ever so much for being with us tonight. Jason, thank you for being with us. Mark, thank well, you thank so you much. That's all right. Pleasure as always. And Mr. Hipkiss, thank you. Pleasure as always. Good night, all. Mrs. Brown. Thank you. <laughs> and from myself, good night. God bless. Keep right on. But the last few words of the show tonight belong to... Hadi Jahadi. Hadi. Yeah, thanks, Nick.
thank you everyone for this invite. Uh, it's really um, sympathetic, you know, um, you know, uh, a chat with you. Uh, it it reminds me of um, of the one of the best, obviously, period I spent I spent in in the Midlands and uh, specifically in Birmingham. And, uh, obviously, my son is born in Birmingham. He always when I see him, I remember the blues. So what's your the son's name? Will stay forever. <laughs> what's your son's uh, name? Matt, MJ. 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 MJ is a blue nose. And obviously the memories stay for life. And Yes, they do. And ours do as well. And ours do. Yeah. My family, they enjoyed, they enjoyed the Midland, they enjoyed Birmingham and they had obviously the great, great uh, period there, so we always look look forward to go back. Uh, Excellent. As soon as the opportunity. Uh, well, when arrives. you come back, hit us up, mate. We'll meet you down at the Blues, and we'll have uh, an F's or two. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. So okay, um, few yeah. comments coming in the usual standard, boys. As always, keep right on, ladies and gents. Next week we've got Marlon King, Marlon King on the show. Great show tonight. All keep right on, ready. Uh, there are loads of those brilliant show keep right on very good show tonight keep right on blah 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 it goes on and on and on Ruddy Juddy thank you oh tell it out <laughs> <laughs> I think I should have done that no <laughs> ever so much for being with us Chris Brown Paul Hipkins Mark Adams Chester and Cam and from myself good night it's been a blast take care keep right on let's get another three points tomorrow Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.